What is going on, crypto family? How is everybody doing? What is up? What is up? Hopefully, everybody had a great weekend. Let's take a look, see what we got. Stingent, what is up, brother? Mr. Chris, how you doing? Irene, what is up? Reno, let's see. Robio Islam, what is going on? Good to see you again. Fritz, what are you doing? DOG, what do we got? Shahid, what is up? Tyler, Movies Entertainment Official, what is going on? Who else we got here? Let's see, we got John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> That's my name, too. <laughs> There's a song for people that think I'm just crazy. That's, uh, anyways, look it up. It's out there. I'm sure you guys will find all kinds of renditions on YouTube about it. Who else we got here? So we got Samarth. What is up? Rahway. What is up? And, oh, crap. My chat just scrolled all up. Let's see what we got here. Rahway, Irene, let's see. Slayer fan, what is up, Nick? How you doing, buddy? We got uh, Eup, Nicholas, Michael, Alexander, Matt, Doni, Damien. Jeez, got all kinds of people here. This is awesome. Who else we got? DRGT, Ryan, Takamoto, and let's see. Ronnie, Pedro, Nicholas. Jack, Long Range, <laughs> Brian, Rampage. What is up, peeps? I guess I could just do the whole show just reading off names, man. Love you. Awesome. So you guys are all tuning in. We've got, uh, hey, what's up, Glenn? So we got um, all kinds of giveaways today. We got $2,700, maybe $2,800. I can't remember. $26, $27, $28, something like that. I don't know. You guys will figure it out. You guys are probably better at math than I am. Especially from my last live stream, or not live stream, it was uh, where I was uh, doing kind of the uh, the Bitcoin, uh, kind of like where we could be, you know, if we went off of the uh, $80 trillion you know, GDP, you know, I said something like a $7 billion Bitcoin, it was less than $2 billion. but uh, somehow I did, instead of $1.6 trillion, I did like $6 trillion, so my math was all off. All off, but anyways, I, I put a little edit there in the description on that video that was last week's. So speaking about uh, last week's videos, I think we only did three. So I, very sorry. Uh, lots of travel. Did a lot of stuff with um, you know conferences and Monarch, and so we just been really really busy. But we've got some incredible interviews coming. So you guys have asked me to cover a lot of different projects. So I'm bringing a lot of those on. Plus, um, you know, those have already been done. We just, Aaron has been, you know, super slammed with, you know, Monarch stuff and conference stuff. And so there's a lot of editing involved. And so we have to, no excuses, just, you know, we've, we've just been really busy. And so I'm very sorry that we haven't got some, you know, more videos out each week. Uh, we have a bunch um, that we've already recorded. We just have to do a little bit of editing, push them up. Uh, we've got all different kinds from all different, uh, you know, different genres of cryptos plus people that are, you know, in the space, but um, they don't, maybe they don't have a crypto project, things like that. People that are highly respected in the space. So I think uh, you guys are going to have some jaw droppers on the people that we're bringing on some really, really well-known, awesome people plus projects. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Um, let's see here. I know there's been some stuff I wanted to cover too. Oh yeah. So, you know, I bought Ken. Um, I hold Ken. I'm sure a lot of people do. I got a pre-ICO. Um, I want to say it was 17, early 17, late 16, something like that. I can't remember. But um, basically, it looks like the SEC is going to go after these guys. 
and you know me, I don't cover the news, but I just thought this was interesting, this and the, uh, the ETF. So we have this real problem in the cryptocurrency space with regulation. You know, the SEC, they're trying to do right by the people and protect them. But at the same time, they haven't really made the laws clear. They haven't really made regulation clear. So everybody's kind of going off of you know, this 1934 Securities Act where it's basically a fight over an orange grove. We're talking about like orange juice from like 80, 90 years ago. And so people were trying to create, you know, these crypto projects that, you know, you know, conform to what the regulations were back then. And so it's, it's created a, a big mess. And so the SEC looks like they were going to go after, you know, kick and kick basically says they're going to kick back and they're going to go um, after the SEC, you know, to basically, um, you know, rule and come up with some kind of, um, you know, I guess certainty for the people so that people know uh, exactly what the SEC um, is going to require from ICOs, TGEs, crypto projects, existing ones to come, all that kind of stuff. So this is going to take a minute. This is probably not going to happen overnight. Anybody that knows how lawsuits go, they can drag on for freaking decades. Hopefully this is not the case. But it's great that uh, Kick is gonna, you know, stand up to these guys, not not because you know they're bad people, but just so that way the rest of the space can get some clarity. So maybe Kick's gonna be fighting, you know, basically for the whole space. So this is something to watch, keep an eye on, see if this ever actually goes to court, or maybe they come out with regulation and clarity before this even, you know, hits a jury or something like that. I don't know, but it's it's good for the space. It really is. It's not good for Kick's wallet because lawsuits are never, ever cheap, and something like this is going to be very expensive, but I think the community as a whole is going to benefit from it. Then, of course, you know, we've been all hoping and, you know, praying that uh, this ETF was going to come just so that way we could get some more lifeblood into the uh, the market cap. People are, you know, wanting to see, you know, the prices go up. As you can see, prices have not. We're looking at about $112 billion market cap. So like I keep telling you guys, um, I don't see this going up, you know, anytime soon. If anything, I see it going down even more. So be careful. Be very, very careful, guys. But um Let's see, where was I at? Right here. All right, so as we know, you know, Van Eck, um, you know, they, they pulled their ETF application. And why? Well, there's probably a bunch of different reasons, but the biggest one is, as you know, we had this government shutdown, and so a lot of the people that, um, you know, work at the SEC may not have been working. And so, you know, a lot of the stuff that they needed to get clarity on or, you know, basically maybe answer they weren't able to. And so rather risk either slipping a fast one by the SEC or possibly just getting a, a blanket rejection and killing this, they decided to to pull the file and to refile at a later date. So that sucks for people that were really wanting that right now, because, you know, that could have potentially helped, you know, the crypto market, right? Because that would have basically been the first, uh, you know, ETF. So anyways, we'll just have to wait and see, uh, you know, backed keeps getting pushed backed so anyways we have fidelity and some other things that'll be coming in hopefully later this year but again a lot of this stuff i think is going to really be dependent on uh, the sec so what's regulation really look like right so hopefully it doesn't take the duration of that kick lawsuit to give us that hopefully they'll come out with something sooner but anyways i just wanted to cover that stuff because uh, i thought it was you know important all right, so let me take a look at the chat really quick, see what we got going on over here, see if there's anything that's pressing. If not, I will jump in to start picking some winners because we've got a lot going on. All right, let's see here. Holy crap, we got a lot of comments here. All right. 
Let's see. What's up, Daniel? All right. All right. So lots of people here. All right. Cool. Uh, would you invest in space mining if we're that far in a couple years? Space mining, huh? <laughs> you know, I think they're already doing that now. Um, what is his name? It'll come to me. I don't want to waste a bunch of time thinking about his name, but uh, he's a, a futurist that uh, does a lot of really cool stuff in the space. And I know, I know that, and pun intended, and in space. And so he's been, um, you know, funding a project that basically goes out there and mines asteroids. You know, something like right out of the movie Armageddon, right, where they start drilling holes in asteroids. Except instead of planting bombs, they're they're basically drilling holes in asteroids, trying to uh, you know get precious. Uh, yeah, I guess materials out of them. So that's, uh, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, they're actually talking about doing that. Would I invest in that? Uh, probably not right now. <laughs> probably not. I think crypto is probably volatile enough. All right. So without further ado, let's, um, let's jump into the app download. Um, so we did a, a contest that was using Gleam. And so we decided to pick uh, two winners. And each winner would get $250 of Ethereum. The contest uh, ended today. And so we had um, how many entries? I know it's probably right here in front of me. So 1,541 entries. All right. So basically, all they had to do is just follow the Gleam link, download the Monarch wallet. And again, for people that don't know, I'm the co founder of Monarch, myself and Snay. Uh, Monarch is our project. This is a way to get people uh, to download the, you know, the wallet to use it. Tell us what they like, what they love, what they hate, and um, also at the same time get a chance to win 250 bucks, right? So, let's go ahead and pick one of the winners right now. And then also, for anybody that wants a hat, once you guys say hat right now, I'll do the uh, the app winners right now, and then I'll look over to the left afterwards and start picking. Uh, I'll pick a person for a hat too. All right. So let's see what we got here. All right. Boom. All right. So here's our two winners. So we got uh, Marissa Bandoy. And it looks like Crypto Demi. All right. So we got one person that's from India and the other from the Netherlands. All right. So... Uh, Crypto Demi from Netherlands, Marissa Bandoy from India. Congratulations, you both just won 250 bucks of Ethereum. Let me do the old copy-paste thing here. That way I don't forget. Also, after the stream, give me, you know, 10, 15 minutes, something like that to get everybody paid, all right? Takes me a minute to end the stream and then uh, get everything set up, copy and paste everybody's addresses and get everybody paid. All right, so let's see your hat. Let's see here. All right, so we got black and gray. Y'all just tell me which one you want. And let's just go over here and pick somebody. All right, so I do the old look away and this person here. So Donnie2469, congratulations, my friend. Donnie2469, just simply email me at cryptobeetles at gmail.com. Tell me if you want black or gray. Send me your uh, your mailing address, and we'll get that on the mail for you today, all right? So, Donnie, 2469, you just want a hat. Do the old copy-paste. Right. Cool. All right. And then, 
Let's see here. Don't forget, uh, we got the Crypto Invest Summit coming up in the next month or so. And then they also have that uh, security token event like the following days. So if you guys want tickets to that or something like that, hit me up. I will do my best to uh, get that for you. All right. And then uh, the conference I just came from, Tone Vase, you know, he put on the Unconfiscatable, um, you know, conference there in Las Vegas. It was at the D Hotel. It was actually, he did a great job. It was his first one that he had ever done. Um, and, you know, he really wasn't even a, uh, you know, Texas Hold'em type guy. It's just so many people in the space were, are. And so he decided to kind of mix uh, crypto with Texas Hold'em right there in Vegas. And it was a great turnout. A lot of great people. It was, um, I'd never played, right? So I'd never played Texas Hold'em before. I take that back. I played a couple times on my phone on the way there. So I might've played two games on the way there. Um, but you know, I've always, you know, I don't gamble, right? Just people and businesses are what I gamble on. I've I've tried some blackjack in the past and didn't do so well. But uh, anyways, it was a great time. And I was really surprised. I thought I'd get knocked out in the first hand, right? I thought I didn't think I'd do that well. But I ended up making it to the, you know, to the, the final 30. So that was actually pretty cool. Um, you know, I actually, uh, I, I probably would have made the final table in all seriousness if I had just um, not chickened out. Uh, out of out of three times, I folded, and on the third time I didn't, and all three of those were all ins. So, basically, there was a table of ten, and I think I was like the first. I was one of the first ones or whatnot, and somebody had already gone all in, and I still had everybody else behind me, and it looked like most people were going to go all in, and I had two kings. I had two kings. But some guy at the end of the table is like, somebody's got pocket aces. And so I'm thinking, crap, I'm going to end up getting wiped out, going in with two kings, and somebody's got pocket aces. Well, anyways, a lot of people went all in. And had I gone all in, I would have won. Because what ended up winning was a pair of eights. Not aces, eights. And then the second time where I was going to go all in, I had a, uh, what was it? I think a king and an eight of hearts. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I have a, a decent shot here. And, uh, you know, the people were going to, um, you know, a couple of people started going all in and I thought about it and I chickened out and I didn't, but I wish I did because my, uh, there was a King that came out and nobody else had it. So I would have won with a pair of Kings. And so both of those times would have wiped out a ton of the table and uh, probably would have put me in the final table, which would have been incredible, right? The third time I wasn't so lucky. I actually lost to the guy that won the tournament. So uh, a guy named Ben. So a guy named Ben, he beat me. Um, I had an ace and an eight. So if you guys are familiar with Kid Rock, the aces and eights, um, dead man's hand, well, it, it proved to be true for me. Uh, I got I got my butt kicked. I had an ace and an eight of spades. Um, it ended up being like twos and threes, diamonds and hearts that, you know, came out there and he ended up beating me with like a pair of sixes. <laughs> it's like, so I was out. But anyways, made the top 30, a lot of fun. So many great people there. Um, you know, there's a ton of video footage on Tone's um, uh, YouTube channel. So if you just go there, you can look at the, you know, the whole conference that he had there, streamed the entire day. Lots of great people there. Um, so check it out if you guys haven't. All right, enough rambling. Let's see here. What do we got here? So Crowdforce. So if you guys remember, this is uh, Tomi. So Tomi's basically, you know, setting up merchants uh, with the ability to take crypto uh, currencies across Africa. So, you know, it's, it's noble what he's doing. Obviously, it's for profit. But uh, he thinks that uh, people in Africa are already and will uh, continue 
to uh, adopt cryptocurrency because they kind of do things in leaps and bounds. For instance, like they didn't take uh, regular, um, you know, telephone lines. They just jump straight to mobile. So they're thinking that um, since people don't have access to banks, they're just going to jump straight to being their own bank. So it's, it's a very interesting project to watch. Of course, never financial advice. I don't own any tokens or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just one of those projects you guys had asked me to cover. So Crowdforce, let's see who won this. All right, so we had 1,760 entries. Let's see who won. All right, Jay Myers. Congratulations, buddy. He is from Toronto, Canada. So Canada, eh? All right, Jay Myers. Congratulations, buddy. You've just won 100 bucks of Ethereum. Let me take a look over here in the chat. Anything pressing? Got all kinds of stuff going on here. We have an Aces and Eights Harley Davidson. <laughs> that's awesome, man. <laughs> that song by Kid Rock. Yeah, that's the whole time I'm thinking, man, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. Listen to Kid Rock. You shouldn't do it. I did it and freaking lost. A pair of sixes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because everybody else was going all in with stupid stuff, too. Like, you know, some people, you know, were like ace high, which is fine. Other people with like a, a six and a, you know, maybe a six and a jack. Anyways, all different types of players there. They had a bunch of pros, too. There was some celebrities there, you know, like movie stars. There was, um, you know, a bunch of actual, like, professional gamblers, uh, professional Texas Hold'em people that, you know, you see on TV, Phil something or other. And, uh, of course, you know, there was, um, oh, geez, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, he's a YouTuber. Um, you know, Doug Polk. So Doug Polk was there, but he was actually one of the first people that got eliminated. Uh, well, within the first 10 people that got eliminated. So it was, you know, it just goes to show, you know, it's it's the luck of the cards too, because, you know, you can bluff all you want, but if people call it and you're holding nothing, you're going to lose, right? So Doug was not given very good cards, I think, but uh, he did some commentary that was really funny. And, uh, you know, he's a funny dude. I like Doug a lot. What else we got here? All right, next one. So crypto is coming. Yeah, I think, is this the one that I totally screwed up my math up? Yeah, I totally screwed my math up on this one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But I do put a little a little note there. And again, uh, the math was never to be intended as, uh, you know, gospel, right? Nobody knows what any, um, you know, cryptocurrency is going to be worth, you know, tonight, tomorrow, next week, any of that kind of stuff, right? So nobody knows. Don't ever, don't ever think because somebody gives a prediction, they know what they're talking about. All they can do is basically just, you know, look at past trends, you know, maybe future predictions of different things and, and try to, you know, come up with a formula that tells you what their prediction would be, but it doesn't make it right because nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right. Let's see who won on this guy here. All right. So Porter Sunder. All right, so from Greece. Man, we got people from all over the world here. This is quite the decentralized, you know, audience we got here. Love it. So very, very cool. How many people we got watching right now? 90. All right. Very cool for a Monday, right in the middle of work. All right. What else we got here? So we have last week's Money Monday. I think that's the last video. Then we have the Telegram group. And then, of course, we have the, uh, 
you know, basically the, the Craig Wright or Craig Wrong, whatever you want to call them, and the Tulip Trust uh, contest. All right, so let's get the Money Monday out of the way. Let's see who won this. All right, so Joker Ganji. Congratulations, Joker Ganji. He's been uh, with the channel for a really long time, man. Congratulations, buddy. You just won 100 bucks of Ethereum. All right, and you are from the Philippines. Haven't been there, man. Like I've said before, that was always my, you know, my father-in-law's favorite place in the whole wide world to go. So he was a sailor, and that was one of the spots that uh, he just said was one of the most incredible places in the world. And so one of these days, I'm going to have to check it out. I, I was supposed to go a couple different times. You know, my boy uh, Uriah fought over there. He fought uh, Frankie Edgar uh, there, and I think it was in Manila. I was supposed to go over there. It was his birthday. I was supposed to, you know, watch the fight. But I got tied up with business, and I feel bad. I flaked. couldn't make it. So, anyways, next time. Next time. All right, let's see here. All right, let's go ahead and pick the Telegram group winner. But actually, before we do that, or as we're doing that, who wants a shirt? All right, so anybody want a shirt? Go ahead and say shirt while I'm rambling on through the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, while I'm rambling on through the, uh, the contest for the Satoshi Craig Wright article you know i'll take a look over and see who says shirt and pick somebody all right all right actually let's just get the telegram one out of the way real quick so for the telegram group for people that don't know uh we have a telegram group it's called crypto beetles group it's right there on telegram a lot of great people it's been growing you know it actually grew quite a bit and then it was a lot of uh you know spammers and scammers you know trying to you know win money over there and so shaheed and dimitri went and just deleted everybody and so it's it's gradually been coming back hopefully not with spammers and scammers but we have a lot of really great people over there so it's always a, it's a great spot just to talk about anything right so this week i'm gonna pick um and the way people win over there is i just basically decide who i want to give 100 bucks of ethereum to no real you know method to it so much it's not you know how much you post maybe it's the quality of what you post maybe i just feel like you know picking somebody random maybe they're just offering a bunch of great commentary you know i just have different ways that i decide who's gonna win so this week the winner is linda aka she goes by lynn i know her last name but i don't want to say it on the air <coughs> so congratulations linda you've just won a hundred bucks of ethereum just for uh, you know being on the crypto beetles group telegram channel so anybody can go over there and join. Every week we give away 100 bucks there too. All right, so congratulations, Linda. You have just won on Telegram. All right, now let's jump into the articles. Okay, so this here was a $1,700 contest. So basically we've got first place wins 1,000 bucks, second place wins 500 bucks, third place wins 200 bucks. But I'm going to give away like a fourth place too for a hundred bucks. All right. So yeah, basically the purpose behind this was a lot of people were asking me all the time, is Craig Wright Satoshi? Is the Tulip Trust real? So I decided to just basically create a contest to where we could have one article that people could go to and, you know, look and see if in fact Craig Wright is or isn't Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin and whether or not this tulip trust is real. So that's what this is. So while we're doing this, let me jump over here and see who wants a shirt. All 
All right. Let's just see here. All right. So this person. All right. So Chuck Geo87. Congratulations, buddy. Send it on over to CryptoBeatles at gmail.com. Tell me what size you are. And then also uh, what your mailing address is. And we'll get that in the mail for you today. All right. So CryptoBeatles at gmail.com. Congratulations, ChuckGeo87. All right. So on to the Christmas Day $1,700 contest. So I was actually really surprised because this is work, right? This is this requires, um, you know, some due diligence, you know, a lot of, you know, research. And then at the end, the conclusion, right? Is it or isn't it real, right? Is he or isn't he Satoshi Nakamoto? And so, you know, we actually didn't have that many people really do this contest. It was, I was, I was a little surprised, you know, we had like maybe 20, 25 people do it, you know? So, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot different than just uh, clicking a few buttons and being entered to win a hundred bucks. So there was, um, you know, a lot of people that did, um, you know, a solid job on the article. Uh, then there was some people that just straight up plagiarized. <laughs> you know, they just basically went and they just copy and pasted other people's research and made their own article and didn't think that I would check it. So those people were just disqualified. Sorry, guys. This was supposed to be something that you guys did on your own, your own research, your own words, not, you know, the words of others people. And uh, this is something that's supposed to be backed in fact, right, with uh, sources and things like that. Then there was some that were just, um, there was no real conclusion, right? There was, it was just like, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. You know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Well, then again, the whole purpose of the article was to give us, you know, certainty, you know, definitiveness, right? We want to know, is he or isn't he? And again, these could be wrong too. Nothing here means that they're right. This is just their research, their conclusion, their opinions. And so at the end of it, you know, we got, uh, you know, quite a few, um, you know, good articles. All right. So the, the winners, I'm going to pick four. So I'm going to give away an extra hundred bucks just because why not? So the fourth person, I'm going to name fourth place right now. So fourth place on this guy here is Raya. All right. So congratulations, Raya. You just won a hundred bucks of Ethereum. Now here's the way we're going to do this, right? So I know who you are, but if you went on this, what I need you to do is edit your post. All right. So edit your article and put your public Ethereum address in there. All right. So just go back to medium, edit your article, put your public Ethereum address right there and I'll make sure to get you paid. Don't put it in the comments because we get too many people to try to, you know, scam us and all that kind of stuff. So edit the actual article. If you do a comment, then you're not getting paid. You have to actually edit the article. So I know it's you. All right. So Raya, congratulations. You got fourth place. All right. And again, you know, nothing here says that, you know, one article isn't, uh, you know, better than the other, so to speak. You know, I was just looking for, you know, definitiveness, conclusions, you know, just, uh, you know, we want something finite. All right. So third place. All right. So Lynn, congratulations. You just won on third place. So she just, um, and we had a lot of people that just uh, in the past few hours started, you know, sending articles. And so I tried looking through those as fast as I could. Some of them, you know, were copy paste. Uh, some of them didn't have you know, really, you know, the, the closure that I was looking for at the end. Um, so anyways, you know, Lynn did a great job here. Obviously it's not uh, Craig white. It's Craig, right. <laughs> but anyways, get third place. All right. Second place. 
All right, so second place. Here we go. So this is so Lynn just won two hundred bucks. All right, Raya won a hundred. So third place, sorry, second place is for five hundred bucks. So let's see who won this. Boom. So Zach Lee, congratulations! You just got second place, five hundred bucks of Ethereum. All right. So he does a pretty good job here of you know backing everything up, and a lot of people here, you know, they. Uh, Everybody, for the most part, says Craig Wright is not Satoshi. All right. So, and most everybody says that the Tulip Trust is, well, I'll wait till the last one to tell you. But anyways, and then I'll let you know who I think Satoshi is. I would love to see who you all think Satoshi is. Maybe in the comments, who do you think Satoshi is? Do you guys have any ideas? I'd love to see who you think Satoshi is. All right. So... Let's uh, let's get down to it. Who is the thousand dollar winner? Boom! <laughs> All right. So this here comes from. Let's see here. He's named it. It's Hash Ham. So Hash Ham. He created this name here. Uh, spelt wrong, obviously. Shitoshi Hakamoto. So in this article here, he goes through and basically, you know, offers a lot of, you know, compelling evidence and things like that as to why Craig Wright is not Satoshi. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a well-written article. There's, you know, a lot of typos and things like that, but, you know, basically you get the gist of it, right? So out of all the, uh, the articles we had, this one here seemed to cover the you know, seem to cover it the best. All right. And he gives us closure at the end. And he basically says, you know, Craig Wright is not um, the real Satoshi and the Tulip Trust is not real. So anyways, like I said, there's some typos and stuff like that, but uh, he does, a, he does a solid job of explaining why he uh, came to the conclusion he did. And so you just want a thousand bucks, buddy. So again, people for, let's see here. To get paid, like I said, make sure you guys go to the Medium article, all right? Make sure you guys edit it and put your public Ethereum address in it. So that way I know I'm paying the right person, all right? Don't hit me up on Telegram because that's usually a guaranteed uh, scam, somebody pretending to be you, all right? So just edit the original post. I will pay that Ethereum address, all right? And we can do that 10, 15 minutes after the, uh, the contest. All right, and so who, let's see here, what do we got here? Who do you guys think uh, Satoshi is? Let's see here, Ron Chin. All right, what do you got here? Hal Finney. Dave Kleiman. All right, yeah. So I think Nick Sabo is probably Satoshi myself. You know, there's you know in the in the research that um, I've done. You know, to me, it looks like it's Nick with maybe a few other people. So I think Hal Finney was probably involved in it. Maybe Dave Kleiman a little bit involved in it. Possibly even Craig Wright at some point, you know, possibly involved in it. But I really think it was Nick Zabo. That's who I think he is. But, you know, that's just me. You know, if you look back, you'll see that uh, he created BitGold, right? It was actually before Bitcoin. And then after Bitcoin came out, he tried to get people to edit the BitGold posts and make it more recent, not older than Bitcoin. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you not mention, you know, in the white paper, Bitgold, when 
all the other sources were listed that were listed in the BitGold white paper. There's just lots of things, you know, the writing similarities, all kinds of things like that. So that's just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. But I think Nick Zabo is probably the real Satoshi. What do we got? Lost the live stream for a minute. Hmm. Maybe it was maybe it was just on your end. Can you guys hear me okay? You know, maybe it just was on your computer, Lynn. But all right, so let's see. I think, what else we got here? I think that was all the giveaways, right? So now we got some AMA, right? Some AMA, maybe another hat, another shirt. Let's see here. Who wants a hat and a shirt? Just put in hat, shirt. I'll just pick two people really quick. And then if you guys have any AMA for me, we'll jump to it. Otherwise, I've got a bunch of strategy meetings today with uh, with Monarch. So we've got a ton of stuff going on right now. See. All right, so we got some hats, shirts. Tell me what you guys want. Hat or shirt or both, whatever. I'll pick two people. And let's take a look at this bloodbath while everybody's populating the comments. All right, that should be enough time. All right, so let's see here. All right, so Dustin, Dustin Burdett, you just want a shirt. Congratulations. Let me copy and paste that here. Dustin Burdett, congratulations. Here's what the shirt looks like for people. Good old monarch. Same one I'm wearing. Nice, soft, form-fitted, all that kind of good stuff. Obviously, it's not this one here. You'll get a clean one. Just tell me what size. Tell me your address. Just um, email me at cryptobeetles at gmail.com. All right. Now, let's pick a hat. All right. So, all right. So, Raya, <laughs> congratulations. You just won a hat. So, Raya, congratulations. And you know what? I'm also just going to give a hat to Mr. Chris because I know he's been asking a whole bunch of times. So, Mr. Chris, email me as well. Both of you, tell me your uh, your mailing address. Let me know at uh, cryptobeetles at gmail.com and I'll get that stuff out to you. All right. So, Mr. Chris, I'm going to do that one for you as well. All right. So, does anybody have uh, any questions? Anything out there pressing? any AMA. Otherwise, I will get to it and let you get on with your day. Let me scroll through all these comments here. Francis Olaf from Seattle. What is up, buddy? Love Seattle. Love it up there. I actually thought about moving there one, you know, at, at one point. Let's see here. I did not interview Murad. Nope, sorry. 
I can review Quant for sure. What do I think about EOS? Well, you know, again, it's one of those things that depends what you're looking for, right? So if you're looking for something decentralized that, you know, is going to be like Bitcoin, that's not it. If you're looking for something that can scale, but might be corruptible, you know, through the different block producers, you know, maybe that's maybe that's for you, right? I mean, EOS is, uh, you know, Dan Lerner is a really smart guy. He's done a lot for the space. He's come up with so many things, you know, from proof of stake, you name it. Um, so obviously, you know, Steam it and EOS. But um, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that there's people building on it. But the idea that they can go and reach into your wallet and seize your funds, to me, scares me from ever wanting to use it or build upon it. I don't like that. You know, when I think of crypto, I think of it as being like immutable. I think of it being as I don't need to trust a third party. I think of it as, you know, something that's safe and secure, scalable. It may have, you know, some of the scalability and things like that. But basically, to me, it looks like a really just super centralized, um, you know, not even real blockchain. I mean, it's to me, uh, I would rather stick with Ethereum. I know Ethereum has its, you know, its issues. But it's got a great, uh, you know, dev community. I think a lot of that stuff's going to be worked out. Bitcoin, you know, I mean, people like Dave Zimbeck. I mean, he built a smart contract on Bitcoin back in like 2009, 2010. It can be done. People are starting to do it now. With all the development that's um, coming out and all the stuff that, you know, we may end up seeing. I mean, Bitcoin might be the one that everybody builds on later on. Who knows? It may be something that we haven't seen at all. But, you know, EOS for me, it's just kind of, you know, it's turned me a little sour. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not really feeling it. As far as other people, you know, they, uh, you know, there might be an investment opportunity there. There, you know, it may work for them. I guess it all just depends on what you need, right? Especially if you're a builder or if you're an investor. If you're a builder, maybe it, maybe it meets the criteria you need. For me, I use Ethereum because... Um, you know, it's it's tried, tested, true. And to me, it's the most decentralized smart contract platform out there with the most development help. And there's things that you can do like running, you know, side chains and private private chains to where it's not as bad as, you know, trying to push everything through the blockchain itself to where you have a CryptoKitties moment and you're running all the, your data on the blockchain. It just screeches to a halt, right? Running side chains and things like that with some of your data, not all of it, just like the really really super sensitive stuff you know ethereum's fine for and i mean it, it is it's fine for right now i understand people want it faster and all this stuff and yeah it, it'll get there but if you're trying to put everything on the chain then yeah it's probably not going to work for you at this moment all right so let's see here what do we got so sorry for my ramble but eos you know lots of different cars out there everybody likes to drive different things we need different types of blockchains obviously uh dan is a really smart dude hopefully he sticks with this project i really don't like how they you know use block one to build it raise four billion dollars threw it out there on the community to freaking launch it and then uh, you know basically just kind of leave everybody you know in the lurch where did all that money go i thought they were going to put it back into the into the ecosystem to kind of strengthen it I haven't seen that. To me, it just uh, it looks really shady. All right, let's see. So there's my opinion on EOS. Sorry. <laughs> uh, do you think Craig Motif for... What do you think... What do you think is Craig's motive for pretending? Um, I think that uh, some of it's ego. And I think, uh, you know, some of it is... 
it makes his patents worth more money. So if he can basically convince people that he's Satoshi, it drives up his value of things that he touches, right? So maybe his patents are worth more, more credibility in the space, stuff like that. And he's got a, you know, a long history of lying. It's documented. So you can't believe anything that comes out of dude's mouth, in my opinion. That's why I'll never add Bitcoin SV to, you know, to Monarch. You know, I just, I can't stand the dude. I don't like what he does to the space. He's toxic and I, I can't support people like that. Uh, let's see here. So Sherwin, uh, like I said, I think uh, Nick Zabo is uh, Satoshi. Let's see here. Of course, I could be wrong. You know, nobody knows. Well, I guess Nick knows. <laughs> what do we got here? Thanks, Sprocket. Appreciate you, buddy. What is up, Idaho? So uh, let's see here. Donnie's asking about uh, Ivy and Apollo. Yeah, I'm not... I haven't followed Apollo very much. I know I said I'd look into it or Ivy. I've looked into Grin a little bit. You know, on the surface, I like Grin, right? And that sounds crazy, right? On the surface, you know, I like what it is that they put forward out into the community, like what's forward facing. But then when you peel it back a little bit and you look at the people that are really pushing it, they say that it's like, you know, it's a fair opportunity coin, right? But if you've got a bunch of really big institutions that are basically mining the crap out of it, how fair is it, right? So grin on the surface, you know, looks looks cool, man. But when you peel back, you know, the the, the, the layer, the, you know, the first layer of the onion, I guess, um, I don't know if it's, you know, quite so altruistic. All right. Apollo and Ivy, I'm not really familiar with yet. Let's see. Stingin, Scroll Network. Yeah, I'll take a look at Scroll. I have not heard of them yet. Uh, will Monarch Wallet support top 20 cryptos? Yes, we will. Let's see. And Jesse asks, will we hold Digibyte? Yeah, we'll add Digibyte. It's just there's so many different things that we're doing right now, right? So if you guys look, we added, you know, fiat onboarding and offboarding. So basically, you can hook up your bank account, credit cards, buy and sell Ethereum. We're legal, right? So there's certain states that we can't do it in. Uh, I think credit card is open to a lot of different countries now. So, you know, we, we, that was that was kind of a big thing. Then we've got some some really big partnerships and we're we're adding their features into the wallet that really drives a lot of value. And I understand people kind of want, you know, one wallet to have all these different cryptocurrencies in it and stuff, but we have to kind of look at the volume, right? We have to kind of look at, you know, what people actually use, what people actually want. And yeah, there's definitely some in the top 20 that uh, we need to add and, and we will. But again, you know, we run nodes, full nodes, and it takes us a lot of time to develop everything out and add it to the wallet. So it's it's not as fast as we'd like, but we're definitely going to add support to, you know, the top 20 cryptocurrencies, except Bitcoin SV. I will never add that. Sorry. So I'll add Bitcoin Cash, but I will never add Bitcoin SV. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, let's see this. Is Ontology and NEO a good buy for staking during the bear market? So again, never financial advice. Um, I hold um, Ontology. I like it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the, the prices that we're getting it at right now are silly. But again, you know, they really don't have anything out there working. So maybe it's not silly, right? Maybe it is exactly what it's worth. So it's at 55 cents right now. That is a freaking bloodbath, right? So if you look at its all-time highs... Let's see here. 
where is it? I'm so used to coin market cap. I started doing, started using coin paprika. All right. So yeah, one time it was $11.18. It's at 55 cents right now. So obviously they got ontology gas. So if you basically hold your ontology tokens or your coins, you know, you'll end up getting gas just like uh, eating beans. No, just like uh, if you had Neo or something like that, just like with VeChain, things like that. <clears throat> so me personally, I enjoy it because it's a dividend payment, right? So by holding this, and especially at these prices, the offshoot, which I don't think they've added gas yet to uh, coin market cap. I don't think there's an actual price value to it yet. No. No, just Neil. So, yeah, they haven't attributed an actual, you know, value to the ontology gas yet, but one day they probably will, I would imagine. And so at these prices right here, this is something I would do, you know, but I don't ever recommend this to anybody here. I mean, this could be labeled as a freaking security and then nobody's able to trade it other than accredited investors. So be very careful, people. I mean, just because... Just because you can buy it doesn't mean, you know, after the SEC starts making some rulings, you can own it, right? At least in the United States. So for me, you know, I like stuff like this because it pays you to hold on to it. And so if this number here drops in value in price, you've got that gas to kind of, you know, make up the difference a little bit. All right. So uh, Neo, um, you know, I, I've been invited to their, their uh, I think it's like a DevCon or something like that in Seattle. You know, so maybe they can change my mind about it. But at this at this moment, you know, I'm I'm pro ontology, and I'm I'm not a real big fan of Neo, just because I think ontology is solving a lot of the problems that Neo is trying to solve. So why have both? It doesn't make sense when a lot of the same core team appears, at least in my view, to be the same people. So I think ontology, if 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 either of those are to survive, I think it would be ontology. All right, let's see here. And Lynn, yeah, you can edit a story that you've already published on Medium. All right. You can even do it on Steemit. And that's a blockchain-based crappy platform. Let's see here. Sorry for people that love Steemit. I can't stand it. I stopped using it altogether. I know, that's bad. But they just, they've let too many, uh, they've let these people called Steam Cleaners and Cheetah in there. And they just, they just wrecked it. And they don't, they're not really building the community. It's... It's super centralized. People are using it to launder money by upvoting and things like that. It's it's just they have not put the the time and effort into that thing. It's just the same as it's been basically for forever. Let's see. Elastos on the wallet. Yep. That'll be one we add to it for sure. Let's see here. DGB can be used now to buy gift cards from Biddle. All right, cool. Yeah, DGB is a, a solid project. They've been on for a really, really long time. Never investment advice, but uh, again, these guys have been on for a long time. They've solved a lot of uh, a lot of issues. Their stuff works. Seems to be super scalable and secure. Um, dude seems uh, it seems pretty legit, you know, to me. Let's see here. So NEP five to the Monarch Wallet. Yeah, again, it's it's one of those things that uh, it's it's on the to do list, right? So. I mean, how much, how much Neo do you guys really have? How much ontology do you guys really have compared to, you know, the, the rest, you know, like the rest of this, right? So, you know, to me, it's, it seems to be more advantageous for us to add things like, you know, Cardano and, you know, Monero, Dash, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, EOS, Tether, you know, than adding, you know, Neo, you know, or stuff like that, NIM.
Nim is not new. Uh, let's see here. But Nim has been around for a really long time too. But yeah, we are definitely going to add uh, NP5. We will. Let's see. Dev hands more on ontology. Yep. Another huge giveaway. Anytime. Gore Gore. Does Monarch have a referral program? So Raymond, we have a, a bounty. Um, basically, you just go to our Telegram group. It's uh, Monarch Token. Just, you know, you can join it. I think there's probably maybe some referrals in there in that bounty product uh, that that uh, they set up for us. I didn't set it up. It's just uh, it's alive and well there. And so for doing different tasks like sharing things, commenting on things, stuff like that, you get uh, monarch tokens. So that way you don't have to pay for anything. Just uh, use a little bit of your time and you get monarch tokens, right? Let's see here. Hi Beatles. What do you think about LTC address? that owns 60% of Litecoin cap. Yeah, that's a, that's a little scary, right? But again, I've, I've never, I mean, let's be honest. I've never been a huge fan of Litecoin. I think it's like a, like a test network for Bitcoin. Like I'm not a big, you know, Litecoin guy. I'm just not. I don't think it's, you know, something that's, um, like I would say that for, for a test chain for Bitcoin, it's cool. You know, people call it the silver to Bitcoin's gold. But I would I, I like something more like um, Hedera over Litecoin because it's something completely different. You know, Litecoin just basically changed, you know, the algorithm, right? They just changed it a little bit, you know, from, you know, Bitcoin, you know, to Litecoin. There's not much difference, you know, other than script, right? So, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. But yeah, the 60% of one wallet that that could be problematic maybe charlie lee you know is uh you know smarter than uh than we thought and he got out at the right time right <laughs> so let's see here Knowles, yeah i mean Knowles seems to be you know another solid project as well it seems like they're doing a lot of cool stuff um i'm not that intimate with it i know like uh, crypto love has done a bunch of uh reviews on them and stuff like that I think even like Chico Crypto has done stuff on them. So there's a lot of information out there. So, yeah, they appear to be doing some good stuff in the space. What's my top pick for 2019? Well, of course, co-founder Monarch. So that's my that's that's where I'm putting my I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Right. That and Bitcoin. All right. So, Kenneth, do I hold vet? Yes, I hold vet. So VeChain is is one that I hold. Um, you know, I, you notice I don't ever really talk about it on the channel. I've been I don't think I've ever done any kind of review or anything on it. It was just one of those the rewards. Like I said, I like things that pay dividends. So you know, with Thor and all that kind of stuff, it pays some some really good dividends. Um, they have you know solid. You know, they have solid marketing and team, and so a lot of people have called them a scam. Um, maybe they are. I don't know. But to me, the definition of a scam is maybe different than what other people's is. To me, businesses fail, right? So when you see a business try really hard, do some cool stuff, and then they fail, that doesn't mean they're a scam. It just means that, you know, for whatever reason, they failed. It wasn't them setting out intentionally to just, you know, steal money from people and, and run like so many of these other projects, right? Their whole premise was to come up with a white paper to generate a bunch of money and then, you know, drive their Lambo off to the moon and just leave all their investors in the lurch. That is a scam. People that, um, use big marketing and have, you know, big partnerships or maybe overplay their partnerships and things like that. Like, you know, VeChain's been kind of, um, you know, accused of, 
to me, and again, I don't have any personal information on these guys. I've never spoke to anybody on their teams. You know, this is just one of those projects that I saw that they had working tech, they had a good dividend structure, it seemed like they had a solid team. To me, it was just one of those projects that, uh, you know, seemed worth the risk, right? Because even if it goes down in price, I'm still making money, you know, off of the dividends. So, but, you know, like I was rambling on, I, I don't think of them as a scam because they're, they're dropping tech, right? So if it was a scam, they would have, you know, raised a bunch of money and, you know, quietly exited, right? Or they would have, you know, ran out of money and then done some kind of weird thing to where they liquidate a bunch of tokens and then and then run. I haven't seen any of that from them, so I can't call them a scam like other people have. Um, you know, I've been getting, you know, handsome dividends from them, so I can't, uh, I can't complain. Let's see here. But again, that's not financial advice. Just because, you know, I own it doesn't mean you guys should go out there and do it. So how about, you know, Tron on Monarch? Yeah, we'll add them as well. You know, they were ERC-20. That was easy. Now they're, you know, their own variation of that. Um, just still kind of ERC-based. So we'll, we'll add them. They have their own wallet, though, so it hasn't really been on our priority list. I know the team over there pretty well. So to me, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't one of those things where I just had to, like, rush in and do. So... Like I'll add IOST before I add Tron because Tron already has a, you know, a, a decent wallet that people can use. I'm not exactly sure of the security and the safety on it. When you guys actually, you know, set up an account, you'll see what I mean. So just download their wallet, set up an account, you'll see what I mean. But they have a wallet, so that's why it wasn't really rushing to add it. What else do we got here? And as you can see by now, I just tell things the way they are, right or wrong. <laughs> it's just I don't sugarcoat things. All right. Let's see. LTC now promotes brutality and UFC peace. Yeah. So, I mean, they're trying to get in front of an audience. So, I can't, you know, I can't knock them for that, right? I mean, a lot of people watch UFC, you know, like, uh, like Caesar said, you know, give people, you know, food and sport. People never, never revolt. So food, drink, and sport, people never revolt. So sport would be like, you know, football, baseball, UFC, you know, people want to kind of just get out of their own, out of their own minds for a little bit and just kind of, you know, root for something or watch something, you know, outside of, you know, whatever is going on in their lives. And so they tune into UFC and they just, you know, watch a bunch of people kick the crap out of each other. And maybe they look down and see LTC on the, uh, on the mat. <laughs> so I understand that, uh, it may look as they're promoting brutality, but I think they're just trying to get in front of an audience. I can't imagine a bunch of those developers getting in the ring <laughs> and doing any damage to anybody other than themselves. What do we got here? So Quant, yeah, I'll look at it again. I'll make a note. Uh, thoughts on Die? I don't like it. So I'm just not a big fan of Die or Tether. Uh, to me, you know, having a, a stable token that is a stable coin that's backed, you know, by Ether, I, I just... I don't like that idea. If something stable to me would have to be the dollar because that's a world reserve currency. That's what everybody knows is worth something. Ether, if it goes to zero, guess what? All those dies are dead. Die. It's right there in the name. So I could be wrong, but I'm just not a fan of it. I don't like it. Um, not a huge fan of Tether. I don't like the lack of transparency. I'm more into like uh, true USD, stuff like that. Let's see here. What else we got here? Privacy coins. Yeah, so it's one of those things that I think for us, so 
Chuck Geo87 asks, you know, what do I think about privacy coins? And so again, it's one of those things where to us, the 1% that are like right now on this video, in this common thread, you know, paying attention to crypto, I think privacy is important, but to the masses, I don't think they care. I don't think they care about crypto yet. And then once they do, I think they're, you know, they're so used to having centralized services. I don't think privacy coins, you know, are going to be like a big thing for them. I think once more and more people start becoming aware of crypto and all the cool stuff that it does, you'll start to see privacy coins you know, get better, more adopted, but I don't think it's 2019. I think that's, you know, four or five years down the road because we still have so far to go in the crypto community as it is. Like for privacy coins to take off in 2019, I just, I don't see it, you know, I, I don't see it yet. So grin, beam, hoopia. So, you know, I've, I've heard of beam. I haven't really looked into it, nor hoopia. Grin I've looked at. So grin, like I said, on the surface, you know, I like it. And then you peel back a little bit and you realize, eh, maybe some big institutions are the ones controlling all the, all the coins. Maybe it's not uh, such a great idea. Um, later, Luke. All right, Sprocket, thoughts on Bitcoin Hex, Richard Hart's coin. I actually, you know, I respect Richard, you know, quite a bit. I like that he is very different from everybody in the space. You get a lot of echo chambers here. You get a lot of people that all say the same thing. They regurgitate things. I'll say things on my channel and then I'll notice, you know, some, some other people saying the exact same thing that I said. What I notice with Richard is he actually has his own thoughts. He has his own, his own opinions. It doesn't make him right. He says it with authority and conviction. So people may take it as gospel. doesn't mean he's right. I just like that he's different. And I really like the fact that we have people, you know, like McAfee and, you know, like Hart that, you know, say outlandish stuff that may or may not be true that goes against the grain of what everybody else is thinking. So I like Hart. Um, as far as Bitcoin Hex, I think it's the ultimate, um, I guess it would be like the ultimate coin that takes advantage of game theory and greed. So if people are really uh, interested in possibly making money with something, and that is their entire goal is just to make money just for speculation only, not really a use case or anything like that other than to make money. I would say this is probably one of those coins that this dude has thought about every different angle and has has a decent chance of doing what he's trying to make it do. Um, again, this is never financial advice. You know, I, I think they're free too. So you just have to own Bitcoin. And at a certain time, it's going to come through. You have to register, I think, on his site. And then at a certain time, there's going to be a snapshot. And uh, whoever has Bitcoin at the time of the snapshot gets a certain amount of these Bitcoin hex uh, tokens. And then later, people will be able to buy them, I think, on possibly exchanges, stuff like that. But again, never financial advice. I just think that um, he's definitely done his research and he's trying to he's trying to come up with a, a, a token that um, basically pulls on all the strings of people in this people that are trying to speculate. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? So CEO of Binance, so CZ, uh, said bull run soon, but I don't see it. Bad and bad. Yeah, I, I, Emily, I don't see any reason for a bull run anytime soon, um, especially with uh, some of the stuff that I've been hearing from people 
you know, has some, some very big bag holders. Um, I don't see any reason whatsoever for there to be any kind of bull run. If you see price spikes go up, it's usually just bots and whales, you know, splashing around or making some quick gains. But there's no reason at all right now for the market to go up, in my opinion. So be very, very careful. What do we got here? I'm buying BTC from your wallet cheaper than using Coinbase. It's great to hear, Josh. You know, and again, it's just... Um, you know, we're just going to keep driving our fees down lower and lower and lower. So I, I think with credit card, you know, it kind of sucks because there's like a there's like a ten dollar minimum uh, transaction fee with credit cards, right? So it's not a big deal if you're buying you know hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars of crypto, but if you're buying fifty bucks, that sucks, right? It's just it's credit cards. There's nothing we can really do about that. But you know, the more the more that you buy, like with credit cards, you know, the cheaper it obviously gets. With bank accounts, I believe we're at uh, I think we're at two percent. So uh, I know Coinbase and, and a lot of people like that, they're, I, I believe, a lot higher. I haven't looked at it at all, honestly, because uh, not not recently, because it's a different model than us, right? So Coinbase is extremely centralized, you know, where you buy your crypto using our platform, but you store it completely decentralized where you hold your key and your seeds and you're always in control of it. It never touches our wallet. It's never in our custody, you know, any of that kind of stuff. LTC with blood all over it. Yeah, and again, Shahid, I think it's going to go a lot lower. There's people right now saying it's going to go down to 13 bucks. So there are people saying it's going to 13. Um, can you explain both of your tokens in simple language? Sure, Justo. So um, we have a utility token and a security token. So the security token is only for accredited investors. Where in the world it's legal for them to own it? Basically, they get 60% of our revenue. Okay, 10% of it's, you know, in gold, 50% of it is in our income. It is paid to them via our utility token. So the utility token is what people use to cut their exchange fees. And it's what we use to pay the security token holders. It is a true utility. So from the very beginning, you know, we made sure to be SEC compliant, file all the proper paperwork, get our proper licensing. And so we wanted to make sure that for people that wanted to participate, but were not accredited investors, and for people that wanted to participate in the U.S. or abroad, they could. So that's why, you know, we have the utility token and the security token. So the security token is backed by, you know, physical silver. It's backed by our income that we generate through our, you know, merchant uh, fees, our transactions that we charge the, uh, the merchant. All right. And the utility token is basically just the method that we pay the security token holders and, and a way to cut the fees on the exchange uh, once we add that feature. So like right now, technically, we have, you know, an exchange built in because, as you can see, you're buying stuff cheaper from us than Coinbase. But we're going to keep plugging in more and more and more exchanges so that way people have more cryptos that they can choose from, you know, cheaper prices yet. So hopefully we'll end up being like one of the cheapest solutions to where it's decentralized too, to where you guys are always in control of your crypto. You guys always control it and you gals, not us. It's not on our wallets. We don't touch it. So hopefully that kind of uh, you know, explained it a little bit for you. Let's see here. Do you think IOST is a bright future? You know, I like Jimmy. I like Terry. I like those guys. I like to think so. Um, but in this space, it's it's hard. You know, it's hard to tell. I mean, who's going to last, right? I decided to uh, throw my hat in and support them and run a node for them. I run nodes for basically all the cryptos that we support on Monarch Wallet. So it's not 
you know, a big undertaking for me to add another node and it helps them. It helps, you know, kind of stabilize their network. And so I told them I'd do it. I didn't do it for Tron. I didn't do it for Tron, um, but I did it for IOST. So I'm a fan of IOST. I, I hold IOST. I'm running a node for IOST. I'm going to start giving away tokens from IOST from our node rewards. So, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully they're going to be around and I'm actually going to bring Jimmy on um, this week. I'm going to bring him back on so he can explain to people when they have their mainnet going live. I think March, it's like the first week of March, maybe March 10th, March 5th, something like that. Um, what, what will happen to your existing ERC-20 tokens? So it's important for people now to take their existing IOST tokens, the ERC-20s, and either A, which I don't recommend, you know, putting it on an exchange that supports the new the new chain that it's going to and does a swap for you or b you send them to iost and um, they give you the uh, the token swap when when that happens it also allows you to vote for people that you want to run nodes all right so that was kind of cool so anyways i'm gonna bring jimmy on so he can explain that in crayon a lot better than me so hot total supply 177 billion they Emily, let's see. I'm not sure what you mean here. 177 billion, because our entire uh, market cap is only 112 billion. Views on projects focusing on AI technology, mainly Chinese companies. I think we can agree AI is going to be huge one day. I mean, you look at Alexa, right? That is, you know, a form of AI, and you can see how every time we turn around, they're kind of introducing something new something new that Alexis is doing, good or bad, you know? I mean, it might be singing some kind of crazy, um, you know, profane song to your toddler because maybe he said, you know, the wrong words into it. Or maybe you're doing, you know, video chat, you know, with uh, somebody on the other side of the world just by saying, hey, you know, call Steve. And next thing you know, you guys are chatting and talking using Alexa and all that kind of cool stuff. Or maybe, you know, she's uh, your new assistant. Maybe she's uh, keeping track of your calendar, your schedule, um, you know, calling people for you, all kinds of stuff. And that's just like Alexa. And I say that because it's Amazon and Amazon, we all know, is huge, right? They got tons of money. And so some of these Chinese companies that are going to be, you know, coming into the space that already have like deep brain chain and some people like that, um, you know, they've got a lot of work to do. But I think it's going to be, you know, super important, right? I think there's so much stuff that society can gain from AI tech. I mean, we've, we've all become so reliant on technology. I mean, look at our cell phones. They're damn near stitched into our hands or our heads, right? You know, we're always on them. So could you imagine having all the technology that would allow you to just basically run your life using AI? I mean, imagine, you know, all the people, you know, that uh, would be without jobs, right? Because you would have this tech, you know, basically, you know, handling customer service things or scheduling, you know, so many different things that it could do, right? And then, of course, there's the whole Terminator, Terminator theory, right? Cyberdyne, right? And they might just turn on us. But there's been so many people way smarter than me that have said that won't happen because AI, I don't know if this is true or not, because I mean, you look at, uh, of course, this is uh, TV, this is movies. But, uh, you know, look, you'll get Ultron, right, with <laughs> the Avengers, right? So you get James Spader as Ultron, this, uh, this AI organism that decides that he's going to wipe out humanity to save humanity. Well, anyways, 
um, people worry about Cyber9 and you know Terminator with AI and things like that. But basically, people smarter than I have said that uh, you know that won't happen because AI can only do what you program it to do. So if you program it to be bad, it'll be bad. If you program it to be altruistic, it'll be altruistic, stuff like that. So whether that's true or not, I don't know, especially if it ever becomes self-aware, right? If it becomes self-aware, then maybe it decides what's altruistic, right? It turns into an Ultron. Who knows? But I definitely think AI is going to be awesome, and it's just getting better and better. Um, do you think the true McAfee is on the run? You know, there is no telling with that guy. Yeah, I saw that uh, he's uh, from International Waters. He's going to be using proxies to run for, uh, you know, for president and things like that. Um, you know, honestly, there's no telling with that guy because I remember back in the day, like he was literally on the run. He was hiding out from people and there was all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, I want to say there was like shootings and, you know, drugs. And I mean, obviously, it was probably last week for him, too. But <laughs> if you remember, this was probably like 10 years ago. He had some crazy stuff going on where he was actually, you know, on the run, hiding from people. So this very well could be true. Um, I wouldn't put it past him, though, as being a, a PR stunt because this guy can uh, generate media and, um, you know, PR like like nobody I've ever really seen other than maybe Richard Branson and obviously at different ends of the spectrum. So no bull run until we've invested some more. 2020 is fine. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, call this like accumulation mode, right? So while everything's cheap, people are able to buy it up at discounted prices. And then when the having comes, Bitcoin will go up and they say <clears throat> whether that'll happen or not. I'm not exactly sure. Nobody really knows. But if you look at history, you can see during the havenings, there's usually a pump before and then usually a pump after, followed by a little bit of a dump and then a bigger pump. So... Who knows, that could happen again with the Havening or with, uh, you know, just Fidelity coming in, coming in right? They're, they got $7.2 trillion under management. So if they allocate a couple percent into crypto, that could do a lot. Let's see, what else we got here? Curious about the Telegram chain. Yeah, so Ton, you know, if and when that comes out, you know, that could be uh, huge with the user base like that, with the billions of people on it. It's, it's just silly. It's like Facebook. Maybe they have 600 million, maybe a billion. I forget exactly how many ton or, you know, Telegram has on their channel right now. But uh, that would be some silly adoption right there. Bullish on BNB only. Yeah, I mean, Binance coin, I mean, that's, it's one of those things. I mean, I think Binance is going to be around for a really long time. So I can't argue with that. Cannot argue with that. What monarch have an... So will Monarch have an internal exchange with KYC or with, without KYC? Yeah, basically anybody that uh, purchases crypto is going to have to be KYC'd. Sorry, everybody is. That's why you look at like Shapeshift. You know, you look at like IDEX. You look at um, any of these decentralized exchanges. They're all having to go KYC AML. There's just no way around it. And people that don't do that, you're going to see like the Ether Delta, you know, attack where the SEC is going to come after them. And even though that they're kind of almost like software as a service, they still had to pay $400,000 in fines. And uh, they're, they can't make that mistake again without maybe some jail time. So everybody, if you want to be compliant with the SEC, is going to have to be KYC'd and AML'd. Now, remember, though, our decentralized wallet does not require that. So if you've got our wallet... You just want to store crypto on there. We don't know who you are. We don't know what you got on there. So, but if you want to buy crypto stuff like that, you know, it's no different than if you're going to be buying a house, a car, anything like that. You know, they need to know who you are. If you're opening up a bank account, same thing. 
Let's see here. What else we got here? Christtron. Let's see here. My cat plays with my keyboard. Sorry. <laughs> so thoughts on Finiphone. All right. So Finiphone. I think that there. I think that we're going to see a delay. I think we're going to see a delay because the SEC has um, and the uh, FCC, right, has been you know, on not strike, but they've just been off, right, because of this government shutdown. So I think some of the certificates and some of the the compliance that they needed, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen right yet in the U.S. because those people haven't been at work. So I think that we're going to see a little bit of a delay. Um, but it, it, the bigger question is, will it be successful, right? Because now you have all these other, you know, like, um, who was it? You have like uh, HTC, you've got... Uh, what was it? Not the Note, but you've got the S10, I think, that are all incorporating like crypto wallets and things like that. So the Fenny phone, I've loved this project from the start. I think it's, you know, just sexy, cool how you have the encrypted, you know, protection. But see, I'm also like a blockchain and crypto nerd, right? So I love the idea of having a cold wallet, you know, that's you know, in, built into the phone. It's an actual like secondary screen. I love the fact that, you know, they say it's uh, encrypted end to end for, you know, text and emails and phone calls. And so it is a true blockchain phone built off a fork of Google. So that way people are actually familiar with how to use it. I love the idea of it. I've seen it. It's beautiful. I don't know that it's going to be widely adopted when you have huge, when they started coming out, um, there wasn't other huge people like HTC coming out with their own crypto phones with like the S10 with wallets and stuff like that. So Siren is going to have some competition and those phones have already been delivered. So they're already, you know, now they're going uphill, right? So I think this is like a, a blockchain purist phone at this point, but the way that it's sexy and the way it looks so beautiful, there is a possibility that people will adopt it just for the looks alone, but they got a, a really big issue right now with the price point. So with a thousand dollar phone, that's a tough sell. So there was lots of things that like when I first started looking at this project, the things that were like really, really like uh, game changing to me, you know, have, have kind of changed a little bit, right? So now they have competition that beat them, right? So there's people out there that already have phones that do what they're trying to do. That sucks, right? Cause I wanted them to be first to market didn't happen as fast as they, you know, had thought. Um, then of course you get that price tag. So I understand they're going to load it with uh, crypto. So when you take, um, basically when you take, uh, you know, the, the crypto from the apps that are on there and you put it in your wallet and you sell it or whatever, you could eventually be getting the phone at a very steep discount because of the crypto that comes on the phone from these apps that are pre-installed. But again, it's it's still it's still a hard sell, and I and I really wish these guys a ton of success. And yes, I I own a ton of Siren tokens, so yeah, it's been a bloodbath. All right, so explain Hollow, please. Yeah, I looked at this project a long time ago. Let me pull it up for you guys real quick. Let's see if I can remember it. All right. Yeah, I remember this one. It's got a ton of moving pieces and parts to it. If you guys want like a more in-depth, um, you know, review or something like that, I'll look into it for you. I looked at this thing. 
maybe six months ago, but I've looked at so many projects since then. And I remember this thing had all kinds of different things uh, stemming from it, right? So I know there's like two different, there's like a hollow chain and then there's like hollow something else. Um, so yeah, I would not do this. I would not do this justice uh, right now, but I will definitely, uh, I'll look into it more for you if you want, all right? All right, Boom Blogger. Let's see here. Check out SC and Storm as well. All right. Win support for Europe and Monarch Wallet. Well, you can download the wallet right now in Europe. So go for it. Download the wallet. Uh, you guys can store, you know, every ERC20, Bitcoin. Uh, let's see what else we get on there. GoChain, you know, a bunch of other stuff. Stellar, Ripple. So it's there now. If you're asking about when is it going to be uh, able to hook, be hooked up to your bank account and stuff like there in, in like that in the UK or Monarch Pay in the UK, you know we're probably still a month or two away from that. However, if you want to use your credit card, I believe you're able to do that there in the UK. <laughs> Alexa brainwashes your toddler while you sleep. <laughs> that is funny. Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Go. <laughs> Boom blogger. I got you. I got you, buddy. I will definitely check out Hollow more. Why did Stellar fall so much? If you remember, they gave away a bunch of tokens. They gave away a ton. And so they had a lot of press. A lot of press. And so, um, anyways, that stuff wore off. And if you look, everything out there has really just crashed right now. So it's... It's not exclusive to just Stellar. Everything is dumped. Yep, I love the uh, the Finny phone too. Stingin, let's see. It is beautiful. I just worry about the competition they got going in the in the price. If they can if they can work on the price, and their marketing campaign is stellar, which I've seen some I've seen some of it, and it is it's pretty risque and it's pretty cool. So hopefully that'll turn some heads and get some more attention to it. Dr. Lecter. Love you too. Uh, let's see. Lynn. Could Craig Wright really be Satoshi Nakamoto? <laughs> oh, gotcha. I corrected it. There you go. Let's see here. Like Elon with Tesla. Starting something and hope for competition and happy if other companies start to get this technology and adoption going. That is great. Not sure if that's the intention of Finney. But if they are, that's great. And that's what they're aiming for. Yeah, I mean, competition is great for consumers. It is horrible for business. Rockefeller said, competition is sin. All right, so that's what he meant amongst businesses because businesses can exploit their customers, drive the prices up, and there's nothing you can do, like a monopoly, kind of like we see with the utility companies all over the world, right? So competition is great for the end user, not so good for businesses. I have not seen the Hubble phone. What is it, Brian? So Matt, you know, thoughts on Neo? Like, you know, I've said for a year, you know, I'm, I'm much more of an ontology guy than a Neo guy. Um, Neo, like I said, you know, they have, you know, a lot of the same team. Ontology has a lot of the same team that Neo does. Ontology seems to be fixing a lot of the problems with Neo. So I think ontology one day will end up replacing Neo. But that's just, you know, my personal opinion. I could be absolutely wrong. Irene May, anytime. Raya, anytime. Cool. 
Well, let's see here. Unless you guys got anything else. So, Brian, crazy looking crypto phone. All right. So I will take a look at it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really hoping Finney, you know, really you know, knocks it out of the park. I mean, I got four of them, right? I mean, geez, we're giving away uh, two on the air. And then we'll give, uh, you know, one to Aaron and one to myself. So, yeah, let's see here. Dr. Lecter, thoughts on the scam of day? Is that BitTorrent? Tron, etc. Thoughts on the scam of day. Are you asking about, uh, you know, BitTorrent and Tron? Sorry, bro. Not, not really sure what you mean there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think Tron is a scam. I think uh, they may have started out, you know, as something that they've completely corrected themselves from. And now they've you know, got a bunch of money and marketing and all kinds of stuff behind them. And they've actually got uh, some tech, right? So I don't think that Tron's a scam. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, BitTorrent is a scam. Uh, I think they're finding creative ways to make even more money and bring more people into the space. So a scam, I do not think they are. Uh, do I think they are the best project? By no means, no. Do I think they have the best marketing? Possibly, yes. Um, so Tron's one to watch, in my opinion, as far as being one that, that lasts, right? Just because of the uh, war chest that they've uh, they've created, the marketing machine that's behind them. Their tech, you know, obviously lacks. But again, it's not always the best tech that wins. It's not always the best product that wins. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't think they're a scam. A lot of people hate them, but, you know, everybody's got opinions, right? Just like mine. Could be totally wrong. Let's see here. So uh, thoughts on VeChain? Yeah, like, like I mentioned earlier in the video, you know, I I hold it right. So you know, I've I've got uh, I've got a ton of it staked. So you know, they've got um, you know a big team, big partners, big marketing, big money. You know, to me, they got a working product. A lot of people hate on them. Um, you know, me, I don't know the team. I don't know them personally. But again. Uh, for me, it just seems like uh, the dividend, the risk is worth the reward because of the Thor payouts and stuff like that. Anytime, when, Anytime. ETH community hates Tron. Yeah, see, that's one of the things, too, that, you know, like, I love Ethereum, you know, um, and, I, and I admire what Tron's doing. I don't, like, pin myself against any crypto. Like, I just, I just want people to succeed because that's how we all succeed, right? So if Tron knocks it out of the park and gets adopted by Major League Baseball and the UFC and all these other things that, you know, bring people into the space, that's just great for us. It's great for all of us, all right? So for me, just to like plant my flag and be like Ethereum only, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, kind of silly. You know, it's that, it's that kind of tribalism that uh, needs to be removed from the space. I mean, we're fighting each other. I mean, doesn't make any sense. There's like 1% of us here. We should be like lifting each other up and supporting each other in these different projects. You know, the real projects, not the scammy ones. You know, we should just be, you know, joining hands and singing Kumbaya together, right? Not, not saying, you know, you're ETH or nothing, Tron or nothing. It's just, to me, that's just kind of silly. Yeah. Like I don't, there's no real, you know, projects out there I hate, you know, at all, unless they're total scams. I, I hope success for all of them, you know, even wallets, you name it. I, I just, I, I want uh, the space to be successful. So what do we got here? Coinism. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Except EOS. Yeah. So again, I'm not a huge fan of EOS. So true. Yep. True. But again, that kind of just goes 
to I guess kind of my to my morals to my fundamentals to what makes me you know the person I am if you're gonna raise four billion dollars from people don't be an a-hole and you know keep it you know give back you know help build out the platform don't just try to squander all the money and put it into something that has nothing to do with the EOS ecosystem so that's that's why I'm upset with EOS that and you know they they give the tech to the people right and like hey we built all this stuff for four billion dollars now launch it it's all yours go and then you have all these problems with it and where are they at so anyways uh, it's hard for me to support uh, eos you know but things like ethereum they're just a bunch of great people great programmers stuff like that you get like digibyte you get people like hedera you know you get people like tron iost i just i wish success for all of them you know it's just going to better the space Awesome. Well, geez, guys, we've been going for about an hour and a half. So <laughs> love you, peeps. Is anybody even sticking around? What do we got? Yeah, so we still got, yeah, still got a few people here. Awesome. All right. Well, unless you guys got anything else, I will let you all go get back on with the day. I got a bunch of meetings to jump into, and I got uh, a lot of stuff to get to. We've got a lot of videos coming out, a lot of interviews, really cool interviews. So I think you guys are going to be, uh, pleasantly surprised with who we're bringing on who we've already actually brought on who we've already recorded we just haven't uh, dropped it yet like i said aaron's been super busy so we'll get this stuff out to you guys love you and well, don't forget somebody's gonna win 100 bucks on this video too so once this is up and live um, i'll put a gleam link on this guy too so that way somebody can win 100 bucks on this video all right so we'll make sure we uh, get that out there for you all right well, thanks again, everybody. Love you. God bless you. And I will definitely catch you, catch you soon, all right? What is up, crypto family? Thanks a bunch for dropping by. This is the disclaimer. I am just a stupid YouTuber. I am not a financial advisor or a financial planner. These are just my opinions and the opinions of the guests. Nothing here can be considered factual. This is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Always seek professional financial advice before you ever invest in anything. And know that crypto is extremely dangerous, extremely volatile, and you can lose every single Satoshi you ever put in the market. So knowing that, have fun. God bless. Thanks so much for dropping by. Let me know what you thought on the other side.